Hello and welcome to this podcast. My name is Magretha. I'm a master's student from Namibia. Hello, my name is Enobong. I'm also a master's student from Nigeria. And today we are discussing the significance of changes in the TV sector in Namibia and Nigeria over the last decade and also explaining why this comparison is illuminating. So to start off, giving you a bit of context about Namibia, we have a population of about 2.7 million people and the number of TV stations that we have in the country is two which is mainly NBC TV and One Africa Television. In terms of historical information, we gained our independence on the 21st of March 1990. A little background about Nigeria. We, on the other end, of a population of over 200 million people. We have over 100 TV stations in Nigeria. We gained our independence in 1960 and the very first television broadcast signals was by the Western Nigerian Television Service in 1959. Wow, as you can hear, there is quite a huge difference between the factors that we just mentioned uh, about Namibia and Nigeria. Uh, considering the fact that there's only 2.7 million people in Namibia compared to over 200 million people in Nigeria, there is a total huge difference and I'm sure the differences in TV uh, consumerism will be just as different. Another significant difference between Namibia and Nigeria is the fact that Namibia is relatively younger than Nigeria. Having gained its independence in 1990 and Nigeria having gained independence in 1960, that would affect the number of TV stations with Namibia having only two TV stations and Nigeria having over 100 TV stations. Now that we have compared the significant differences between the two countries, we are going to start the discussion of this podcast. The first point we want to discuss is TV consumerism in Namibia and Nigeria. While there is still significant number of people who watch television, viewership is on the decline globally. Several factors are responsible for this, one of which is digitalization. Maggie, can you tell us a bit about this? Absolutely. So this applies to both Nigeria and Namibia. Digitalization is basically a process where TV or media content is consumed via digital platforms instead of media or traditional media outlets such as newspapers or televisions. So according to a research paper by Dietrich Renmet from the Institute for Public Policy Research in Namibia, their numbers of Namibians consuming media via traditional mediums, especially newspapers and television, are consistently declining. And the same can be said about Nigeria because of the advent of internet and the new media. According to the medialandscape.org website, numbers are still declining in terms of TV consumerism. So this basically means that more people are consuming TV content via online and digital platforms such as Netflix and social media platforms instead of sitting in front of a television and watching traditionally um, the TV content produced. The decline in TV consumership is a global trend. And despite population in Nigeria and Namibia, the internet does affect traditional TV viewership. According to a global Nielsen report on how people watch TV, 
90% of online consumers use their Hinoom television at least once per month. This is really significant because it shows that more and more people are switching over to alternative channels of um, viewership. As mentioned, one of the most popular digital platforms for consumerism of TV content is Netflix. On the entire African continent, Netflix only has about 1.4 million subscribers as of 2020 out of a population of about 1.2 billion people. However, there are other digital platforms such as MultiChoice, which has about 20 million users in Africa. So MultiChoice is a South African company and they provide services to over 13 countries in sub-Saharan Africa, while Netflix is actually present in all African countries, but it has a lower consumer rate compared to MultiChoice. Specifically for Nigeria, another factor that contributes to the decline in consumership, um, TV consumership is the lack of trust in local media and government-owned television stations. This can be traced back to Nigeria's military rule history where, according to a publication in the Guardian newspaper by Kola Wale and Omeji in 2018, military leaders took absolute control of media houses including TV stations. This was in a bid to curb any dissenting voices. Another significant change that took place in the TV sector in Namibia and Nigeria is the content produced by television stations versus the reality on the ground, especially in the political ecosystems of the two countries. In Namibia, TV coverage of political issues is very equal among the two TV stations. And this could be attributed to the fact that it is a small population and TV coverage can only be covered by two TV stations. An example that I can give of TV coverage being fair in a political situation is during the Namibia 2019 general elections, where the state-owned TV station NBC TV covered an independent candidate's election manifesto, whereas One Africa Television station also covered the same independent candidate congratulating the president on winning the elections. This shows that there is an equal representation of media content on television, whereby both TV stations equally cover political issues and have no bias in reporting. Wow, that's very interesting, Maggie. On the other side of um, the continent in Nigeria, content versus reality is actually... uh, two very different things. For instance, um, one of the TV stations, the major TV stations in Nigeria, the um, Nigerian Television Authority, it is controlled by the government and it has presence in the 36 states of the Federation. Being that it is owned and funded by the government, every content that comes out of the NTA, that's the Nigerian Television Authority, has to seem favorably disposed to the government of the day. So it's difficult for members of um, of the society to, to actually trust content. Another factor that affects the quality of content from TV stations in Nigeria is the ethnic ecosystem. It is a complex situation and um, according to a research by Demarest and others in 2020, it was actually discovered that 
content from media houses is affected by the region to which these media houses are affiliated to. And this leads to um, lack of trust by the citizens um, for content from all of these media stations. Wow, that's quite interesting, seeing that there's some sort of divide in terms of TV content produced in Nigeria. And Abong, are there any other factors that are affecting the content versus reality on the ground? Oh, yes. Um, one major factor is the lack of funds for uh, most of these TV stations. Mm-hmm. You see, um, media or, yes, content is not priority in government's budget. So you find that lack of funding required to carry out a thorough and independent investigation, um, low wages, which increases the possibility of journalists receiving bribes, causes their work to be compromised and leads to out um, distrust amongst the citizens for local TV stations. Absolutely. A lack of fund uh, in the public media sector will always lead to such instances. Moving on, another factor that contributes to Namibia's content versus the reality on the ground is the levels of press freedom that we hold in the country. According to the Public Media Alliance of Namibia, the transparency rates and the ranking of press freedom in Namibia is first in Africa and 24 in the world. Namibia has a rich history of being ranked first in Africa in terms of press freedom And this heavily contributes to the freedom that journalists have when covering any kinds of stories, including those that are political. Enobong, how is the situation in Nigeria? Actually, Maggie, on the contrary, I would I would have loved to say it was um, in the same path. But unfortunately for Nigeria, we rank 30 out of 50 countries in Africa when it comes to press freedom index in Africa for 2020, according to a report published on the Statista website. And reflecting upon this, one has to wonder, is it because of the political history of Nigeria versus the political history of Namibia that makes the the rankings different or the rankings so wide apart? For instance, like we mentioned earlier, Nigeria has gone through um, a series of um, military rule and um, we've gotten to a place where we are quite comfortable or, well, we've accepted the fact that um, those that are in power should have control over um, the press and the press does not enjoy the freedom that it should. Mm-hmm. So what do you think, Maggie? Yeah, definitely. I think uh, it definitely depends on the kind of rule that is in the country. So for Namibia, for example, the press is respected. It is valued. We do have small or few instances where maybe the press is intimidated, but it is not at a large scale as compared to other countries. So I I think the political ecosystem in the country also heavily uh, influences the press freedom rankings in the country. Okay, so moving on to policies now. Um, In Nigeria, the um, objectives that guide the policies regulating the regulating broadcasting in Nigeria is regulated by um, the National Broadcasting Commission, which was established in 1992. 
um, some of the objectives which guide this is um, the promotion of unity in a diverse um, environment like Nigeria and also timely broadcast of events as they occur. Those are just a few of the policy, the objectives that guide the policies, the NBC's policies. But the NBC has often been criticized for its role in um, regulating um, media organizations or TV stations because it is considered very strict in handling regulations. What What about um, Namibia? What do we have in Namibia in terms of policies? Right. So in Namibia, we have a Namibia Broadcasting Policy 2009. And this broadcasting policy is basically applicable to all TV stations. Just like Nigeria, it has the same values such as promoting diversity, promoting um, various different kinds of uh, content on, on different broadcasting networks and stations. But uh, the difference is that it's not strict in terms of regulation, rather that it is applicable to all broadcasting stations, including radio and TV and all of them are basically required to register and comply with this communication um, policy. Finally, the last point we want to discuss in this podcast is the kinds of restrictions that are applicable for when there is turmoil or uh, any civil unrest in the country in terms of TV coverage. So to start with Namibia, there is absolutely no restriction whatsoever. And I'm really interested to hear what Enobong has to say about the kinds of restrictions that uh, Nigeria has, because in Namibia, the TV stations are expected to air all media content, including government issues and civil unrest, just as they appear without any intimidation or without any bias. So how is the situation in Nigeria? I'm just going to refer you to a report that was um, um, published on a BBC website where it was published about the NSAS movement reporting on the NBC advising media stations not to embarrass the Nigerian government with their reportage. So when it comes to that, NBC uh, places huge fines on um, media houses, TV stations that default from the laid down policies. It is so bad that as recent as um, two days ago, a major TV channel, the channel's television in Nigeria, was fined for airing an interview with the PR public relations officer of a secessionist group in um, the eastern part of Nigeria. Fined as much as uh, 3 million naira, which is the equivalent of 8,000 pounds. Um, the TV station, Channel Television, also faced the risk of being banned. Um, in the same vein, three media stations, three TV media stations were also fined um, during the NSAS protests for airing um, events that occurred. Wow, the difference is definitely visible and that is a sign of journalistic interference. So to conclude, Enabong, after everything we have discussed and all the differences that we have laid out between the media landscape and specifically television content and television production in Namibia and Nigeria, what are your final thoughts on this? I find it very interesting that two countries in the same continent Albeit the fact that there are different regions, Namibia is in the southern region and um, Nigeria is in the western 
region of Africa. It's quite interesting that they have such differing um, landscapes when it comes to TV broadcasting. It, it leaves one to wonder, is it the population difference mm. that causes the differences in TV um, media? Or is it the number of years that they have been in existence as a country mm-hmm. um, that actually has, has shaped their experiences or media experiences in these countries? Mm. It's very interesting indeed. Absolutely. Well, that brings us to the end of our podcast. We hope you have learned something new about Namibia and Nigeria. Until next time, it's goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.